Hello, my field daisies. We have a returning guest on the podcast. Say hi, Shahir. Hi, Daisy. <laughs> hi, field daisies. Yes, and our life lesson today is that it's okay to be a night owl. So, yeah, roll the intro music. Hello again, my field daisies. So, yes, um, we have Shahir back on the podcast, returning guest three timer. Look at you. <laughs> um, I think also, like, I love our life lesson because, like, I feel like society nowadays is like, you have to wake up early, you know, do wake up at 5 a.m., mm-hmm. do a workout, have like your five to nine before your nine to five. And I'm like, I am just not that type of person. You're not that type of person. Yeah. And, and I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like you should just, like, you know stick to your body's rhythms like if you end up are the type of person that like falls asleep later and like are more creative at night you should be that person and you shouldn't let other people tell you that you need to go to bed earlier you need to wake up earlier you should follow you naturally when your body falls asleep and naturally when it wakes up mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i very much agree with that yeah because i can be a night all myself mm-hmm. on certain days and yeah and it's like okay it's, it's okay it's perfectly fine <laughs> it's like you are more attuned to kind of like a different sense of self in a way too mm-hmm. yeah and i feel like i for the longest time i was always the type of person that would like i would feel guilty if i didn't wake mm. up at like 7 a.m yeah. you know i would feel guilty if i couldn't fall asleep until like 12 p.m but like now i feel like i'm in like this new phase of my life like this self-love phase yeah. like accepting who i am and i think a lot of it has to do with like my saturn return i'm in my saturn yes, return year you are in a saturn return mm-hmm. year um, and so like I for those people that don't know one um, Shahir is an astrologer mm-hmm. um, and so he did my birthday reading my and my tarot reading if you guys want to listen to that podcast um, we know each other from undergrad mm-hmm. so we've known each other for a very long time um, and so yeah I think um, if you want you want to tell the listeners like what is a Saturn return and what does that mean and like why is that affecting not only me but like everyone else right now because Saturn is in a completely different sign right now yeah for the past three years right yeah Mm -hmm. so saturn return kind of marks an astrological age for a cohort usually and so for your case it would be like there are a few 93 to 95 93 94 95 even 96 i feel um babies who have a saturn in pisces so it usually happens when you're closer to your late 20s towards your early 30s and that's kind of like what Saturn return phase is usually for a personal level Um, and it is kind of like the maturation of the self and usually whenever people go through there you know for astrologers it is kind of like life starts at 30 it's kind of like a thing yeah because or maybe even slightly earlier than 30 but like because through your Saturn return phase it's like you are kind of like taking ownership of your life in a lot of different ways um and that's part of Saturn return um that's based on like just the cohort analysis Mm -hmm. i I would say yeah Yeah. so basically anyone that's born with like i think like 1993 late 1993 yeah yeah to like 1994 Mm -hmm. is in their saturn return um and but the thing is the shift in saturn not only affects it affects people that are going in the saturn 
going through their Saturn yeah. return, especially, but it also affects other people as yes. well. Yeah. Yes, because mm-hmm. Saturn is kind of like a planet that governs the bigger systems, the bigger structures that holds reality in a way. So mm-hmm. it's like Saturn is like the structure. Like we had the pandemic during the Saturn and Capricorn, and then we had the Saturn in Aquarius where we had like you know social distancing and all those things right there is a sense of like needing boundaries that we have cultivated in the past few years collectively um and now saturn is going from has already been since mid-march um early march sorry um from aquarius to pisces where um aquarius is more fixed sign so it's like it has an objective it is kind of like fixed in our ways in certain ways of like oh this is how we do things However, with Saturn in Pisces, there is a lot of um, exploration of the water. It's like Pisces is a mutable sign. So it's like everything is kind of like in flux right now mm-hmm. um, in some way. So it's like structures are dissolving, you know, like we kind of see that we are in a kind of like a very recovery phase of like whatever, like, you know, the Panini whole thing was. Obviously, we're still healing <laughs> the trauma and yeah. like the grief from it as well. Mm-hmm. But like Saturn in Pisces for me it kind of like gives a lot of um it it kind of gives a flavor of like how have we been so um constricted in the past and how can we liberate ourselves a bit more like how can we inculcate more spaciousness towards the things we want to do and so pisces is also a sign that's related to the arts it is a sign that related to like chemicals in a lot of ways as well like synthetic stuff um and so there, there are some like that, like you know, collectively that people like astrologers have been kind of saying that like yeah, Saturn in Pisces might bring some sort of like calamity in the water or whatever that could be a thing. Um, however, collectively, usually people just feel like there's something more mystical or soulful in their lives that they are inherently responsible for. For me, it's, it feels like energetically, it feels like I think a lot of people's lives there's this kind of like a small. Pisces is the water, right? The mutable water. It's like the ocean. It's like the vastness of water. Um, and Saturn in Pisces kind of like wants you to kind of like answer the siren call almost. It's mm. like, what is it that you truly feel um, soulfully that you want to show up for and commit? Because Saturn is also about a planet that has a lot to do with commitment. Mm. Like, you have to commit to something in this life. Regardless of like commitment and purpose are kind of like different right because like commitment is just like you're doing something and you're building on it but then you might feel purposeless mm-hmm. just like you're just doing it so like Saturn Pisces wants you to have a greater sense of purpose in a lot of ways as well so that's why that's why there's almost a spiritual slash mystical aspect of Pisces yeah because it's like not only are you committing to something, but it's like you're committing to your, your higher purpose, like mm-hmm. what you truly want to do in life. Yeah. I think that is the energy that I'm feeling for sure. Yeah, and everyone um, else should be feeling that way too, in yeah. some ways. Or maybe if they don't feel that way, maybe it requires a bit more time. More but definitely this year mm-hmm. is that sort of yeah. energy. Because also it's like Pisces is like a sign... <laughs> Pisces is like a sign that um, is... Um, almost like at, at at opposing ends with Saturn, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's like almost like very like wistful, yeah. Very like sitting in your daydreams, daydreaming. Mm-hmm. It is a very Piscean. Daydreaming. Yeah. Versus Saturn is very much governed by like 
rules yes, and like regulations mm-hmm. so it's like almost like an opposing force that is happening right yeah. now which is why people are feeling this sort of like shift yeah no i agree um because pisces is usually the natural home of jupiter mm-hmm. so it's like jupiter is like the liberator the one that expands like you know like the ocean is kind of like an ex like the ocean feels like a boundless land in a way you know like we we are living in the land and that's why we feel like we have bounds but then mm-hmm. the ocean is actually pretty much like boundless in a lot of ways it's endless it's endless yeah. like if you go deep like you don't even know what's there like you know mm-hmm. scientists are still trying to figure out the space as much as they're trying to figure out the deep ocean yeah. you know no for sure yeah and i feel like especially because this is like my saturn return mm-hmm. like i'm i'm 28 this year gonna be 29 it's like i i feel like this calling to really start pursuing the creatives again mm-hmm. um and like if you listen to like my birthday podcast like you predicted it to a t it's oh my so God. crazy it's yeah. only april and like i feel like i've been doing more creative stuff than i have in like so many years mm-hmm. like i've revived this podcast i've gotten back into acting you know i'm like um turning i don't know if i told you this but i'm turning my closet into like a voiceover studio oh my god that's amazing yeah because it's huge i mean like my little closet that's by my kitchen it's like it's it's perfect i think yeah. i can like really make it like a soundproof studio i love that so yeah i'm like and I'm, I'm writing poetry again and so like i feel like just um my heart is full with creativity mm-hmm. and it just feels so good it feels so good and i think mm-hmm. those are the things you should be working on um because saturn return it happens you know saturn pisces is actually in like for two and five 2.5 years usually it lasts um, and yeah, that is a long time. Saturn is the slowest planet. And the reason why Saturn is the slowest, slowest in terms of traditional astrology, like in terms of the planets that we can see. Um, and the reason why it is the slowest is because we also know like, you know, things require time, right? You know, it's like, oh, I want to cultivate this in my life. I require time for me to devote myself into it. And so I love that you're doing all your creative endeavors and you're basically doing that, right? You're creating structures. The fact you're soundproofing, you're creating a voice studio, blah, blah, blah. blah. Mm-hmm. That's like creating a structure for your creativity, Pisces, to thrive. Yeah. Know? Oh my God, I didn't even think about it like that. It's like, yeah, I'm I'm like creating these, not only like spaces, but also uh-huh. these habits, these habits, routines yeah. of like making time for my creative endeavors. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, like, I, I think I was telling you about this off the podcast, but like I was doing a tarot reading for myself uh-huh. on acting. And one of like, I, I did a hidden influence card and it yeah. was actually the um, temperance reverse. Uh-huh. So it was like the idea of me, um, like indulging in in things that i shouldn't have been yeah in a way uh, for those of you who don't know what that card means that's kind of like what temperance reversed yeah um and i feel like it was i I was going out a lot like i was partying a Uh lot which is fine you know i'm young i'm in new york like i wanted to like experience all that but i think i realized because i actually i made a commitment to like be sober for two months Mm. and so in that time i feel like i've bettered my sleep yeah my sleep is great i've bettered my routines and like i feel um, I feel like that was like a hidden influence of mine. And so when I pulled uh, that card, I was like, oh my God, it makes so much sense. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, mm-hmm. I love that. And I think that also brings up for me of like, the idea of like experimentation as well with Saturn and Pisces. Because it's like, Pisces is a double-bodied sign. So it's like, the things you're working on right now, like don't expect a linear outcome out of it. It's mm-hmm. kind of like where you might be working on something, 
and then it ends up going to be so helpful in something else. Yeah, it's almost like as if you are on a ship in the sea. Yeah. And you don't know where you're going, but you know that you're going, like the waves are pushing you somewhere. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. That's amazing. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's good kind advice. Of, that's basically mm -hmm. imagery because it's kind of like, you don't know, like, the skills, whatever you put out, that or the sharings you have, you know, it can be private too, you know. But then it's almost like Pisces because Pisces is a mutable sign. Like mutable has always a dual purpose to it. So it's like, oh, it might not serve the thing that you were looking for, but then it ends up being helpful for something else. Mm, yeah, I like that. And so, how have you seen Saturn and Pisces at least so far in your life? Yeah, I mean, for me, obviously, I'm moving and yeah. again, trusting the waters. Mm -hmm very much alive with those theme of like all right like there's a calling for me to go home for a bit and i was like i just need to go home and i want to be home and it's like it's perhaps going home actually revitalized different parts of me um in a lot of different ways and um for me that's kind of like my new objective like all right recenter my job search and my careers next like being open to the next opportunity as well and usually in saturn like because I've been through my Saturn return, like, I can wait, you know? So it's yeah. like, it's kind of like, sometimes the idea of Saturn is also how, like, how can you hold out to your visions and kind of, like, believe in it so that, like, the right opportunity also comes to you, you mm. know? That's, like, that's really interesting. So it's, like, almost like you're not necessarily, like, acting on the impulses of Saturn right now. Mm -hmm. You're, like because you've been through your Saturn return, you kind of understand the energy. Yeah. And you're like, it's almost like, um, like you're like waiting for like the right wave to jump to in. To jump in, the yeah. The one that's like going to be like the biggest one that pushes you the furthest. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh my God, mm -hmm. I love that imagery. Yeah, because yeah. it is about finding the right opportunity. It's kind of like, I've been writing about Saturn and Pisces a bit. Um, it's kind of like this, the concept in Greek mythology because Saturn is the lord of time the god the goddess the god of time chronos like you know we feel like oh my god mm. that's why we, people feel usually during saturn returns they feel some sort of like existential crisis in a mm. way and that's usual for everyone reaching their 30s right it's like <gasps> like yeah. everyone having some sort of right reckoning people having major change people get married people have kids people have a new job blah blah blah, blah. Mm -hmm. people suddenly change their career direction etc yeah. um and but then um where was i going Oh, like Saturn in Pisces, for me, it's like, um, because Saturn was the lord of time. And so there's always this, whenever we measure time, we think of it, you know, as we were talking about night owl earlier, like, we sometimes measure it as, like, linear, sequential, etc. But, like, in ancient Greek framing, you know, there's a, two concepts of time. One is Kronos um, time, which is the more linear and analog, um, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, um, and then there's also Kairos time, which is more about like the opportune time or the divine time. Oh, it, it has more to do with the quality of mm. the time spent. You know how sometimes we go out and we find friends and we're like having fun and we don't even realize that time passes. Yeah. But then we can also just be somewhere and 10 minutes felt like forever, you know? Right, so it's right. like, it, it, it's kind of like one of those things mm. where our relationship with time is changing and I think that's part of the Saturn Pisces magic mm -hmm. um, it is somehow asking us about like what is the experiential and deeper quality of the time that we're spending it mm, and like how to best utilize time mm -hmm. right because if you end up thinking that okay let's take 
the let's take the notion that time is not linear mm-hmm. that time can feel fast and time can feel slow mm-hmm. so if that is a true thing yeah then how can we best utilize time to our ability yes mm-hmm. yes yeah yeah because yeah. there's sometimes when like you know you want time to feel fast yeah <laughs> like you want like it's like you know you want things to like go faster and faster yeah and there's also times where like i think in at least for me and you can tell me if i'm wrong or right i feel mm-hmm. like at least for me in this time it's like i also want to find the moments where i can just be present be present yeah and be like and and just literally watch time as it goes yeah versus like feeling like i have to be somewhere mm-hmm. um and so i i, I want to make a commitment to like getting back into like meditation mm. and being mindful and that's like, great and and just really experiencing the time for what it is um because also in my i'm just talking about my tarot mm-hmm. reading now no, because it just it was such an interesting because i i recently sincere shout out i guess my sincere shout out can be my tarot cards that i just recently got they're super cute they have cats on them mm-hmm. so it feels um less scary because yeah. there's kittens um but it's it, i i feel like it felt so um accurate to where i am in my life because i was pulling a past present future mm-hmm. um reading on acting as well as hidden influences and then an, an advice cards mm-hmm. it was a five card pull and actually in my present i got um the queen of cups i believe oh, nice. so it was all it's all about like self-love, self-love or yeah. like you know romance with someone but mm-hmm. obviously i'm very single um <laughs> so it, it was very much a self-love uh, moment for me because i was like um, like there's definitely a time when I was younger where like self-love was difficult mm-hmm. and I would always be like beating myself up or like overanalyzing, like even like the smallest interactions mm-hmm. and just like beating myself up for no reason. Yeah. And so now I feel like I'm in this place where I like, I want to be kind to myself. I want to be gentle with myself. I want to give myself the time, you know? Yes. And so like, while I'm like pursuing this acting thing, I don't want it to necessarily like kill me. Yeah. I want to do it in a way that comes with like love and compassion for myself yeah. and like not overanalyzing auditions, yeah. like not like, you know, overanalyzing. Oh, I didn't get a callback for that. I didn't get a blah, 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 blah for that. Like they must hate me. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's like, getting rid of those voices yeah. and actually just letting like positivity flow through yeah um i've been really like channeling like that lucky girl syndrome mm-hmm. you know like i am lucky good things happen to me i like repeat it to myself in the morning i love that <laughs> you are so, so lucky mm-hmm. you know i think that is a mindset shift like yeah like Saturn Truly. also is the holder of our perception of reality and so it's like you know, in a lot of spiritual spaces, sometimes people do believe that, like, you know, your mind, your mental palace actually determines your current reality in a lot of ways. And that's true to a certain degree, right? I mean, obviously, it can't, like, bring you out of certain space of oppression or very difficult places. But, like, it's kind of like that thinking of, like, okay, what are you showing up to in the everyday? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you believe in? Yeah. Like, if you believe in a punishing self or, like, everything just have, like, this analyzing kind of like critical ways of approaching life you're always going to be mentally trapped in that mm-hmm. because it kind of just like it's like capitalism right it's like you're yeah. always like you can't escape you're in the it. rat race you're in the rat race mm-hmm. but then once you kind of like tune out but that's just for yourself it's kind of like very liberating because you you might feel like oh like yeah i am so lucky like i am so lucky to be here and there are more good things coming to you it's like it's kind of like this um in in manifestation too it is a lot about like 
vibrations. It's like what what is the vibration that we're tuning in with ourselves? Mm-hmm. Like if you were a tuning fork, what will be like the the tune be? Yeah, what would the perfect pitch be? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, and like I know people think this is like so loosey goosey <laughs> or like can like be like so arbitrary, but yeah. like I think it's like it's like um like when you're a kid and you believe in like magic, mm-hmm. you believe in Santa Claus. It's kind of just like giving into that like childhood wonder you yeah know? and like really understand like the like the universe and the world is magical there's things that are like beyond our reasoning and it's mm-hmm. like i i feel like this is a thing that's just like at least for me it rings true yeah you know so but yeah i am curious though do you have any like um sincere shout outs that you want to give for the podcast yes i recently received a major scholarship Mm -hmm. to an and um attend norwak which is a north astrological something something um a conference um so i'm so grateful i'm so shout out to norwak for giving me but also shout out to my teachers of like that's amazing yeah sabrina kelsey and everyone who inspired me um, especially people who were in my Venus embodiment series on YouTube. So I ha- I just completed recently like 12. Um, it was kind of like a year-long project where I completed Venus through every single sign. Yeah. Um, and so I watched your Venus and Scorpio one. Yeah. It was very interesting. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is... I, I honestly didn't realize that like different planets were real, ruling different parts of your lives. Like I never realized I had Scorpio energy mm-hmm. in romance. I totally do. I know I do. <laughs> it makes so much sense. And I had one of the best guests for yeah. that. Yeah, he was. He was. Or they were amazing. Yeah. Like, I like because I. I feel like I am like the type of person. I'm very loyal, and I'm also like quick to cut people yeah. out if they like do me dirty. I'm yeah. like, I'm done. I'm out. You know. Yeah. Um. But wait. Okay. Sorry. Revert back to your sister. Uh-huh. Shout out. Can you explain what this is for people that don't know? So basically, it is like a like every year. There's a bunch of. Um, astrological conference where a lot of like the thought leaders the astrologers like the major major like the teachers mm-hmm. um, of astrology especially in the North America would gather um, every year to teach on different things so it's like it is where where the astrologers gather you know yeah and so um, yeah so that is like a major conference thing that's happening yeah and it's I just think I'm so proud of you for being just like able to attend on a a scholarship because like that's one not easy to get Mm -hmm. and also it's just like you like jumped into this field like head first and yeah. like look at you now you're like an influencer <laughs> in the space you are I know I you know. are an influencer you should just accept it it's, and like it is yeah. it is something I've been mm-hmm. trying to come to terms to as well because yeah that's what I think Saturn Return really taught me um, because I usually have a lot of doubts in the mm-hmm. past in terms of like being critical and all those things and now I feel like wow like you know I think that's also one of the things about Saturn it wants you to realize your impact. It wants you to make an impact. One thing because Saturn loves an impact. Like it is, a, it is like one of the the the, the heaviest. It's the dense. It's like a dense planet, mm-hmm. um, and so it is about creating impacts and like acknowledging your role in society as well. It's like who do you want to be? Like yeah, um, like what what purpose do you want to serve on this earth? Mm-hmm. You know, kind of so. like that, those kind of like questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know what? I, actually, I was just thinking. Um, like right now, I feel like there's just like a lot of layoffs going on in tech, mm-hmm. so many. And so I'm wondering if that is some like Saturn and Pisces energy because it's making people rethink, okay, like I just had like the carpet lifted off of me yeah. un- from under me, like the rug pulled from under me. 
my career is do I want to change career paths mm-hmm. do I want to do something else with my life like I feel like a lot of people are having those conversations right now because of that yeah no I agree I think it is like it's kind of like because Adam has been like it's kind of like like what is the systems currently working you know so it's like it's kind of like a deep almost like that question itself and so Pisces is always about imagining something better mm-hmm. or imagining something um, more useful perhaps as well you know mm-hmm. it's like how are you contributing to the expansion of like society as yeah. a general you know sometimes like mm-hmm. even right now too like we like social media is like collapsing in kind of like a different way of like you know is twitter twitter still here it is but like yeah. is there an alternative like is it is, there's almost like a reckoning of like like ai right now too right it's like all right we're giving the technology but then how is this actually serving us it's like there's mm-hmm. a lot of like that almost existential spiritual question in yeah. a way no for sure and it's like it's also i think the question of like is well because i think ai can be used for good and yes. it can also be used for evil but yeah. i think right now we're discovering that it can really be like really influential in people's lives yeah and how it can like really like chat gpt is just like insane insane the things that it'll come up for you yeah you know um, but then there's also people like using AI, like since your shout out to like this um, productivity app called Centered, uh-huh. they're basically like using AI to combine like productivity and mindfulness. So it basically it'll like um, give you alerts to like if, oh, you've been working, you've been distracted from your computer, like uh-huh. go back on your computer. Oh, let's like take a 25 minute mindful break after you've done everything. And like mm. it, they have like coaches as well that like while you're doing your work and like listening to the productivity music, it'll be like, you're doing a great job. you're doing amazing like you have five minutes left for this like be mindful of like the meeting that you have at Mm -hmm. 11 p.m so it's like i think people are also using ai for good as well yes yes Mm -hmm. no that's amazing yeah so it's like there's always a dual nature whenever saturn goes into pisces it's like Mm. it's like something can be very good but it can also be very harmful so it's like yeah it really brings about both of those effects yeah Yeah. and i think also it's like even in the conversation of like tiktok too like Mm -hmm. there's like this whole talk of it being banned in the Mm, u.s yeah and there's one camp that's like totally bad for you it's bad for our children Mm -hmm. and there's another camp where it's like literally small businesses are becoming famous and like making money off of tiktok and yeah. like getting visibility so like there's like this dichotomy that people are yeah seeing it's kind it. of like a democratization yeah. and a lot of things but mm-hmm. also like yeah it's kind of like it is something uncertain too and i think pisces can be a confusing sign to yeah. be honest as well so. yeah it's like i think that's why people are having this like kind of confusing shift mm-hmm. right now but i think at the end of the day it's all going to be for the better yeah it is you will find your higher person yeah because it is meant to be like you know sometimes doing moments of confusion is where we get clarity or mm-hmm. we get um a certain kind of inspiration yeah, yeah. no 100 percent um okay so and speaking of all of that and like finding like your higher purpose and all that um let's like not talk about that at all yeah oh my <laughs> let's, god let's have like a breather let's like shift topics uh-huh. right um let's talk about media obsessions media obsessions yeah. um i've been re-watching how to get away with murder Ooh, okay interesting <laughs> well, what like, made you pick that up again? i think it was just because i would just i i just needed some sort of like a show that was you know, great for like, I mean, there's some sort of like a lot of psychology in there. I just love mm. like, like the, that, that show when I was just watching it. So I love how to get away with murder. Mm-hmm. Um, a recent thing I was watching recently was Shadow and Bones. 
Ooh, I've heard of that. It's yeah, like a fantasy it show, is, right? It's from a book. Yeah. It's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just obsessed with Jasper. Like, yeah. Jasper, Jasper is one of the characters. Mm. He's just so hot. And so... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you gotta watch it. Sometimes you just... You, honestly, it's like the characters that draw you the in. The characters mm-hmm. are just so... Like, yeah, Jasper yeah. is just like... My dream partner. <laughs> dream boat. Uh, dream boat, yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. Okay, I've, I haven't checked out those two shows. I definitely should. How do you watch um, How to Get Away with Murder? Like, what is it on? It's on Netflix, too. It's on Netflix, Netflix too? Has it, yeah. Okay, I'll have to check it out. Um, I also have no idea what it's about. <laughs> is it about how to get away with murder? Yeah, it's yeah. basically about Ellen Keating. Viola mm-hmm. Davis is in there. Okay. She's basically like a criminal law professor at the university. At oh. the, and then she has students. And then basically they had to solve murder case. But then they end up involved in one. And so the story is just whack in yeah. a lot of ways. But like, it's so inspirational in many ways as well. It kind of... I don't know if it's like Sherlock Holmes, where it's like it's, it's it. Uh, they're not really solving that way. It's kind of like uh, it's kind of like that law story. If mm. you, but there's a lot of drama in there. Okay, yeah. okay, that's interesting. Yeah. I love that. Um, for me, I feel like I haven't been watching as many things. Mm-hmm. I've just been busy living my Pisces energy. Yeah, <laughs> just, like I just don't have time for TV at the moment. But I have been. I just recently picked up a book. Actually, like it was so crazy. I was literally like walking home one day, and then I saw this store called like Sweet Pickle Books. Have you heard of it? No. Um, it's wait. Like, is it a book about pickles? No, 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 no. This is a store. It's a <laughs> okay, store. It's like store. a store called Sweet Pickle Books. Oh, okay. I think. Um, and I was like, man, I could use it. I was like, do they sell pickles? I could like use a jar of pickles. And then it's also ends up like they do sell pickles, but it's also like a used bookstore. Oh. So I was just like perusing the shelves, and like I I saw this book that was called like Memory Makeover. Mm-hmm. And basically, like for me, I think in the past, like I've definitely like I don't remember a lot of my life. I feel mm. you know, like I just feel like I like have just terrible memory you know and so the author of this book oh my god i cannot remember her name she's like a famous actor um but she also has um highly superior autobiographical autobiographical memory um and i think only like less than 20 people have it but basically she can from like i think the age of 10 remember the exact date of her life what she was doing what she was wearing like little intricate details the number of the train oh, wow. that she was on exactly what her friend said Damn. from the age of 10 like every she, she could like almost like a um like, like a play v- like a movie like, like a dvd catalog she's yeah. just like oh let me pluck this memory and like relive it yeah and so like she kind of teaches you tips on like how to train your mind to like remember more of your life i see so yeah i've been doing that and trying to like what you know, what are some of the tips if you don't mind yeah no for sure I, i'm still like halfway through the yeah. book but one of them was um recog- um basically like anticipation um participation and recollection mm. those are like the three key ingredients i she used she used to train herself when she was younger mm-hmm. to have good memory because her dad would always kind of um as kids like tell them okay like oh we have this dinner party that's coming up and they're like anticipating the date and like what they're gonna do like Mm. blah 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 and then they would participate in this dinner party and like you know really savor like being there yeah and this is the most important part that people often forget to do is recollect recollection so like telling back the story yeah tell it like rethinking about okay what happened that day Mm. like um why was it significant like you know and like replaying your life again because Mm -hmm. a lot of times people like anticipate an event sure they're participating it sure Mm -hmm. but they don't take time to remember it i see they also don't take time to participate fully as well so like that's something she mentioned too is like being present 
also another thing. I'm like, so this. I love this. I love this. Yeah. Another thing she mentioned, she like, there's like a quiz in her book that um, tells you like which one of your senses is like your most heightened one. Mm -hmm. Um, For mine, it's sight, but Mm -hmm. for some people, it's like taste or smell or like Mm -hmm. touch or um, hearing. And so she was saying that like these visual cues can be something that can trigger memory too. So for example, if like your ex wore like this cologne and Mm -hmm. you like, and your one of your biggest um, things is scent, you smell that again and it can trigger memories for you. Or if you like rewatch a movie that you've seen when you Mm -hmm. were younger or like go to a certain place that you've been before or listen to a certain type of music that you listened to when you were that age, that can help you trigger memories. Yeah. Wow. That's that's amazing. I love that. So Yeah. yeah, that's been my media obsession so far and when i have time to like to have that. a media obsession i love that yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and pisces is also a sign that is about memorabilia and a lot shut of up yeah. no way of it course is. it is it is a water sign. like a lot yeah. of water signs are about memories in a lot mm-hmm. of ways um cancer is a water sign scorpio is one mm-hmm. but pisces is like the collective water it's just like yeah it is about remembering wow that's this. so funny it's like because like, i feel like i i'm still like in my learning phase for astrology so when i hear things i'm like of course like, i wasn't yeah. even intentionally doing it it's just like the universe is putting that energy out I and know. i'm like taking it in you're taking you know? it in you're taking in the signals yeah i love yeah. that thank you yeah but um also i did want to say i'm gonna miss you so much oh this is not the end you also know that Yes, this is not the end. So, yeah, I know you're going to Malaysia soon, but I just want to say that it's been such a pleasure, like, hanging out with you again after all these years because, you know, like, we were, like, new to other in undergrad days and we were such babies. I know, we were. We were such babies. We were such babies. And it's just, like, it's just such a, like, comforting feeling to know that we've both grown and changed, but, like, mm-hmm. we've still, like, maintained, like, a good friendship. Like, yeah. it's, like, it feels like... It's it a, feels like we're coming back, and but we're, we're evolved, but also we are, like, like able to just connect yeah you know? yeah yeah it's like it's like we've definitely are completely different people now yeah but like we still vibe yeah yeah it feels <laughs> like I one of those yeah, yeah yeah i i almost believe i always believe like there are a few like a lot of people in our lives i'm out is our kind of like soulmates like we've been mm-hmm. in multiple lives together um not not soulmate just in terms of like oh romantically that's all you know it's like Platonically, yeah. Not tonically, it's Mm -hmm. more about like, oh, these are the people you've met in the past. Mm -hmm. And so now you're just like, this life just feels like a remembrance or something yeah it's like it's like uh circular yeah exactly yeah 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 yeah. because it's like it's like um it's like reappearing in life reappearing yeah yeah Yeah, like i don't think you're gonna go away from my life you're gonna go off and then you're gonna come back yeah in waves in waves yeah yeah yeah. so i believe that too thank you thank you for all yeah you know thank you for moving to new york (laughs) for a short stint and i was like oh my god i want to live here too but I know I'm coming back. That's, yes. that's a deeper knowing that mm-hmm. I'm holding on to. Yeah. And we'll revisit this podcast once. Yeah, this I'm will back be here. like... A, yeah, <laughs> you'll have to do a, a, a return podcast. I know. I was more. like, guess what? Yeah. You know? And also, we can do a podcast while you're in Malaysia, too. Oh, just my God. Saying. That we can do a virtual amazing. podcast. Yeah. Just saying. Yes, that's true. Um, but yeah, this is not the last time you guys will see Shahir. He's definitely going to be back. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not a goodbye. This is a see you later. A see you later. Yep. Yeah, All right. Love y'all. Thanks for listening. Hope you have a daisy-ish day. Ooh.